0: What is up, Brew and Bullshit fans? Thank you for tuning back in to the show. If you guys are new to our show, be sure to go to BrewandBullshit.com. You can find everything you need to know about the show, latest episodes. Uh, we'll have merch very soon. Uh, they're about us, contact information, all these things. You can find it at BrewandBullshit.com. In this episode, I had the pleasure of talking with Lauren Bebo. Uh, Lauren is over the social media business, uh, Southeast Texas Foodies. Um, she's also uh, she's got her own business, Passion PR. Uh, I was really intrigued with this one because digital marketing, social media marketing is just something I've always been into. I've always been an Internet kid. You know, uh, we were sort of raised by the Internet. Um, so sitting down with her and talking about marketing, different strategies and insight. I really appreciated it. You know, we had a good time. We chopped it up on record, off record, and I learned a lot in this one. And it was a lot of fun. So hope you guys enjoy this one. Cheers. Miss Lauren, how are you? I'm
1: great. (laughs) Thanks for having me today.
0: No problem. Thanks for coming in. So uh, I've decided, like, I'm going to save you in my phone as Wonder Woman.
1: Oh, Oh, (laughs) because you
0: do so so many different things.
1: Mm -hmm. But actually, today's my day off. So you You get a day off. I get a day off.
0: Yeah, (laughs) everyone needs
1: to have a day off, especially this year.
0: Yeah, for sure. This year has been uh, terrible. Were yeah. you okay through the uh, hurricanes and everything?
1: Um, uh, no complaints. You know, I live off major on apartment row, as I call it. Yeah. So you know, I'm always good over there, high ground. Yeah, yeah. Don't own a house yet, so you know, you I'm good with there. my cats and apartment life. Yeah, for
0: sure. Well, honestly, I think uh, just you know through COVID and all this stuff, and then uh, even beforehand, I think people are starting to realize you don't need so much. Uh, space or so many different things. Like, we can live minimal and still be happy.
1: A hundred percent.
0: You know, like that's uh, a. At, at least that's how we live at home. You know, we live in an apartment as well, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we don't we don't need much. Yeah, some clothes and a car with four wheels and an engine. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to get you from point A to point B. Um, so, just going back a little bit. Um, just uh, take me. Uh, you know, uh, let's go back and just take me into what got you into everything you do. Uh, just a little bit about yourself with like that girl.
1: So going way back, uh, I'm a small town girl. From Beaumont, Texas, born and raised, yeah. uh, never left. I'm very family oriented, and that's a big reason you know what's kept me here. Uh, I'm actually the older sibling to a younger brother with special needs. Okay. I'm actually a certified caregiver for the state of Texas since really? I was old enough to do so. So you know, always being available for my family was you know number one. Yeah. I come from a really big family. Both parents side, you know, we're always with family. So yeah. that's a uh, core value to me. And, you know, I just, I started Southeast Texas Foodies because a lot of people would tell me, you know, it's all fast food. It's yes. all chains. And I'm like, that's not true. You just have to know where to look. Yeah. And so my motivation behind it was just to, like, shed spotlight on local business owners. And I've always really appreciated local restaurants. Like, For my sure. dad would always take us out to eat every week. And if it was a new place, you know, it would be Ultra exciting, and yeah. if you knew the owner, even more so. And uh, always love food and all that. Um, you know, I went to Westbrook, graduated from Lamar. Same okay. story as a lot of people in this area. Yeah, I've always been a child of the internet. Love the internet and like yeah. just the possibilities <laughs> of it all. And. Um, watching my brother a lot, you know, yeah. he's homebound. And so I would be on the Internet. You always yeah. have hours to spend on the Internet and yeah. kind of the rise of social media. And
0: oh, we've evolved the, the Internet has evolved so much in the past. Just say 10 years. Right. You know, like it's insane. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know?
1: And so I was seeing, um, you know, like foodie Instagrammers in big cities, and I was so captivated by that. And I was like, you know, no one in Beaumont is really doing that uh, aside from people who write about restaurants and like the local publications. And I was like, you know, I want to be that person people go to about restaurants, you know, because I was really into it. And so I kind of just started. Every time I would go out to eat, take a picture, let people know what was available. Nice. Not a Not a critic at all. Like, I want people to decide for themselves. Right, right, but right. But I'll be the information source where you can see what's new and, Very like, what's nice. trendy kind of thing. So that was my idea behind that. Um, I did that in 2015. But um, so right out of college, actually, which is a few years before that, yeah. I dipped my toe into the marketing realm.
0: Yeah.
1: And so my dad has... He had eight brothers and sisters. He's since passed now. Um, But his youngest brother launched a frozen food company called Bebo's Cajun Food. And so a lot of people remember me like posting about that. That was kind of the first thing that I ever posted about. And um, I did the whole sales deck for that. And we had Zumo sausage in it. So my my dad's oldest sister is married to Frank. So I grew up around Zumo sausage my whole life entrepreneurship you know in my blood i got to witness it from a young age and um we got to piggyback off their distribution right but we still had to earn ourselves a spot in the store for sure so 36 grocery stores we got it into so it was h-e-b market basket Berkshire brothers i would spend my weekends handing out gumbo samples like you know everywhere and the harder like, the harder it got was when I got closer to the Louisiana
0: border. You know, people are
1: very tough about their <laughs> oh, gumbo. Oh, for sure. It's like
0: uh, they're gumbo connoisseurs right. over there. <laughs> and so
1: that was really my first um, intro into the marketing world, and I really love that. And so, you know, with Southeast Texas Foodies and my knowledge of that, right, um, I started meeting a lot of owners that, you know, hated social media, or they didn't have the time, right. or they just didn't, you know— They couldn't take the pictures and make it worthwhile. And so um, the Beaumont Enterprise actually hired me, and I wrote for them for a year as a freelance writer. I had no experience with that at all. Like journalism or anything like that? um, Not at all. (laughs) And so, I mean, I graduated Lamar with a general studies degree. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Social media really wasn't a thing then, so I didn't know. You know, I thought I was going to go a traditional route, just like everyone else, sell insurance or My mom works at a doctor's office and my dad worked at a law firm like for 30 years. So that's Uh, kind of what I saw. Yeah. And so um, my dad passed away suddenly in 2017 and I kind of just didn't know what to do with my life. (laughs) I was like, big girl, got to put my big girl pants on, you know, grow up finally. I was about like 28 and my mom says, you know, you know all these owners, why don't you try and... Uh, see if you can handle their social media for, for them. Sure, yeah. They'll hire you outside of the house, you know, and so. I was like, that's a good idea. (laughs) So I got on Google and I researched, you know, social media and proposals and came up with a contract and got my first client, which was my mom's office. is a doctor's office. Still my client. But everyone needs a presence online was my pitch Um, because everyone spends their time on their phone. You know, you basically don't exist if you're not online is what I tell people. For sure. And so I've been doing it since 2017 and so uh and then I met Favor yeah. <laughs> while I was doing social media for Tacos La Bomba. Yeah. And I just kept up a good relationship with them for about a year and the girl who had my job back then moved to Austin. And they said, Lauren, if you're looking for a job, you should apply. You know, I'm all about opportunities. I wasn't doing anything else at the time. I was like, Mom, what should I do? I always (laughs) always ask my mom for advice still. And I just go for it. And so I went for it and I got it. And it's the best job I've ever had. Um, And I've been with them since last May. And so we're owned by H-E-B. And so, you know, I just... I get to experience a lot being with the company and yeah. learning from H-E-B and how they work in Texas and how how invested in their people they are, yeah. more so than most corporations. And so... You know, what I learned from them and what I learned in Houston, I try to bring back here to Beaumont to for help sure. these local owners because I just don't know if they would come across that any yeah. other way. I mean, they could take the time to look online every day, but they yeah. don't have that time. Yeah. You know, they just don't.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like, uh, I'm sure you know it as uh, SMMA as well, social media yep. uh, marketing and advertising. Uh, it's it's such a big deal, you know, if you know about it. You know, like you said, you were doing it back uh, since like 2017. Mm-hmm. That's great because you were. That's like early bird. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody knew about it then, but now I'm sure you hear like radio ads and stuff. When uh, people uh, they're talking about, you know, do oh, you ever on Facebook? And then you're talking about something, and then it pops up on Facebook. You oh know? yeah. And then everyone thinks like we're uh, the government's listening to right. them. It's like no, it's yeah. just Facebook ads <laughs> and you know searching and cookies and cash and all right. these things. You know, um, but it, it's it's so lucrative just that space in that field. Um, so you, uh, you took the internet, your knowledge of the internet, and then just, uh, you're obviously a people person, you know, your people skills. So they say, I I
1: think I'm an introvert at heart. Really? Um, you know, but yeah, I do love getting out and meeting people. Yeah. So learning their stories is pretty much what I love about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm just so curious and, uh, just meeting new people and just learning everything about them, you know what I'm saying? Especially if they have an interesting story, so. Yeah, that's cool. So are you still with uh, Favor right now? And then you still have like passion PR and all these other things? Yes.
1: So with Favor, uh, I do that full time. And, you know, I'm on my own island out here and it's a salary position, you know, Mm. so I report to the Houston team. I was just there Wednesday meeting with the girls Mm. and we hadn't been seeing each other all year. It's been, you know, a year of Zoom meetings, just like everybody else. So it's good to see them and uh i get to learn you know their experiences over there and yeah. they kind of help me with what it's like over here yeah. and um so what i do with favor is i sign restaurants onto a partnership with the favor delivery platform oh okay and so like uh, a partnership with a restaurant would give them a lot more delivery sales sure. than if they weren't a partner and so that's all about the marketing And, um, you know, we delivered to a lot of H-E-B grocery customers, and we did a lot of seniors. We kept the seniors out of the grocery store at the start of COVID. They even had me working the H-E-B hotline. You know, taking the complaints, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's it needs to be done. Um, yeah, but I liked sure. experiencing different aspects of the company that yeah. I wouldn't normally do on a given day. And when I meet owners. So yesterday, for example, I met with a restaurant owner who doesn't work with us yet. Um, but I was talking with him, and then he also told me social media is not his thing. And I was <laughs> like, well, it's your lucky day. You know, it is my favorite thing. So yeah. <laughs> I will come out next week. I'll take some pictures for you. You know, I can share them on Southeast Texas Foodies, and you can have them for your page. Yeah. And it's a win-win for both of us. For sure. You know, because I need content for Southeast Texas Foodies. Yeah. I do that page just as a hobby for fun. Yeah. Um, that's what a lot of people stumble upon first. And then yeah. they're like, who is this person? Uh-huh. And then then <laughs> and kind of dig further, and then you know if they're interested in yeah. passion PR, then they'll start to ask questions. For sure. How do like you that.
0: find time to do all these different things? You know. It's um. Just... <laughs> well, I mean, I
1: am single, and yeah. I just have two cats. So you know But I like I'm just a go getter, um, yeah. and I'm just real motivated to help people. And yeah. uh, if I have a task, I just I just want to get it done. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. I I am a natural procrastinator, always have been. Me too. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I just like accomplishing things.
0: Right. And right. You feel seeing st- that work. It feels so good. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if you uh, – here, lately, I've been making, like, lists, uh, to-do lists. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I get everything done on the list, you know, I right. can reward myself and it just feels great.
1: <laughs> I think people think I'm a lot busier than I really am. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure but you're busy.
0: You a know? <laughs> lot of that is
1: just internet, you yeah. know? And a lot – on Southeast Texas Foodies, I share old pictures. I have a whole catalog of photos yes. from, like, the past five years of local restaurants. Yeah. They still serve the same menu, well, but... Let me
0: ask you this. Do you think... Uh, are hashtags uh, just as effective, do you feel like? So...
1: Or- hashtags are effective it kind of depends on your industry and what you're going for yeah but um like when I started Southeast these foodies I was like I'm gonna use this hashtag on everything and my hopes is that local restaurants will start using it too for sure and then it'll kind of blow me up and you know it'll help them get more views as well and it it actually worked people are still using it new people are still using it this week like I saw three new businesses using it Wow. and I was like whoa, okay you know so then I share their stuff so so I think hashtags are still really important.
0: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. It's uh, and honest, it's crazy because, you know, I would always see hashtags since the beginning of Instagram, um, but it never like just clicked that, you know, this thing could, you know, people are searching things, you know, and then me just adding this to my caption or whatever, or my picture or whatever it is could pop up, you know, I would always just do the, you know, the normal route, post a picture, hopefully people see it.
1: <laughs> it's better to try and put a few hashtags for sure. than not put any at all, you know, because at least there's a chance, you know, someone's looking for that. Yeah. Um, and I've been trying to get a lot more followers from the Houston area, so yeah. you know, I've been trying to use hashtags that the Houston foodies over there use. Yeah. And it's it works. It's, for sure, it really Houston, does. The
0: the, the Houston uh, the food scene in Houston is just. Oh, yeah. Insane. (laughs) I know.
1: Yeah. um, I've been trying to get over there more. Um, You know, just see new things and what people are doing over there and so I can bring those ideas back.
0: For sure. How can we get food trucks here, like more food trucks? Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Where do we begin? Um, As far as I have been a resident here in Beaumont, it's been very difficult for food truck owners. Why is it? Hmm they (laughs) do not make it easy on Mm. the food truck owners. There's a lot of, you know, rules and regulations about it all. And I think they have to be connected with, you know, a commissary. There's a whole host of rules. Um, I have people ask me about food trucks about every three months. And (laughs) it's always like a new rotation. But right now, there's really not that many around. Um, I just don't know why, you know, why we're not more progressive. Yeah. i definitely think we should be sure, but you know sure. the powers that be aren't on the same page
0: yeah with especially with uh southeast texas just growing like at this rapid rate you know and with uh you know this unfortunately like something like a hurricane or you know this COVID mess like people are uh gra- they're moving towards smaller areas you know what i'm saying so southeast texas just growing so fast you think we'd have something like a food truck scene or.
1: You would think you would think I'm all about it. So, you know, if uh, yeah. the powers that be can make it happen, I would love to help people get that off the
0: ground. Yeah, but. for sure. So I love steak. I'm sure you're like a steak connoisseur. Uh, <laughs> I love steak. And, uh, you know, I had Darby on the show and oh, yeah. I had some of his uh, their their beef and uh, their yeah. meat over there. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, it was great, you know. Uh, But I have to ask, like, what's your favorite place to go for a good steak? Oh, my God.
1: My answer is going (laughs) to disappoint you because I would would buy from, like, a Jack's Packet or from Darby and then, like, get my mom to cook it at home. Yeah. (laughs) So that's (laughs) kind of, like, a biased answer. Um, But there are some good places in town that got some good steaks. Uh, you know, I would check out Five Under. They have a really good steak night. Really, every Thursday. Yeah, it's a really good price. I think it's nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I a,
0: I, you know what? I saw that a post about it. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. And he has a really good quality of beef over there. I know they like Austin and his team put a lot of thought into their menu over there. Yeah. And so I would definitely check that out. Um, I know you had Raphael on. I know he's got a crazy like tomahawk ninety dollars <laughs> that he, he cuts up table side and I think two people can share it. So yeah. I told my brother I was gonna take him with me next month.
0: Uh, once <laughs> yeah. they get
1: this. so they need to get their liquor license, I believe. And yeah. so
0: yeah.
1: um that's when I'm gonna go. I kinda I like to give him a new place, like a month. Yeah. You know, before I go and take pictures and blow them up, and then they you know, can't keep up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. so when you walk into like a new restaurant or just a, a restaurant, even uh, are they like a super like oh shit she's here? <laughs> um, are they the owners I, or whoever's in there.
1: I don't think so because I mean you have to realize I work with most of them in a favor capacity, ah, so like yeah, they yeah, don't true. look at me as Southeast Texas foodies. They look at me as like oh Lauren is going to help me with my delivery and, you know, fix anything that arises in that sort. Um, No, I don't like to think like that, but, you know, (laughs) I never know what goes on, like, you know, behind the scenes, but I'm a very nice person. I do not, I will not write anything mean about anyone, you know, if I go to a place and it's there's there's something unsavory. I'm not going to say anything or put them on blast. Right, that's just, just not me. It, right? Everyone has an off day and I wouldn't want someone, you know, to do that to me. For and sure. so I kind I have a lot of respect for people that work in the restaurants, especially this year. Yeah. Especially right now, you know, it is tough and for sure. A lot of customers are giving them heck, you know, about the mask and all that stuff. Yeah. And that's just uh no, I'm, I'm the least of their worries. You know, I have their back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I want them to
1: know that. <laughs> For
0: sure. So what do you do to distract you from, like, all this madness from 2020? It's been a shit show.
1: <laughs> um, so I do like to stay aware mm-hmm. and in the know. So I do keep up with the news every day. Um, But, you know, I won't lie in the beginning. It was very overwhelming. Like, I was watching it every day because I just didn't know what was going to happen same thing, same. with anything. Like, with personal life, am I going to be able to go visit my family? You know, exactly, yeah. um, or how's work going to go? Am I still going to have a job? So grateful, you know, to still have a job. Um, you know, long walks outside, yeah. love that. Uh, I love podcasts. Really? I've been listening to podcasts for like two years. Yes, I love podcasts, especially about business and you know female entrepreneurship. For sure, I'm really yeah. into that. Um, just. I love to hear how other people think.
0: <laughs> for sure, in this this in this space, there's just room for literally everyone. Like everyone, yes. you could have a podcast. You know, you should have one. Oh. <laughs> you know, I know, but that
1: <laughs> I don't think I have time for. But I should. I should.
0: Yeah, you know, you shouldn't. It's just the the space is just so great because we can literally just like help each other out. We all think differently. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the A to Z guys. You know, I told them I was like, look, man, I'm nervous. I don't want to run into the same guests that you guys already had on. And they were both like, look, man, like, we're going to ask different questions. We have different shows. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, have them on. Right. You know, so it's, it's just great that, um, you know, just in this space, everyone can be so supportive of each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's also another thing. I've been uh, saying it so much in every episode. Uh, I appreciate about Southeast Texas. Um, so just going back a little bit right after high school or like senior year for me, I moved off to Houston. Stayed in Houston for about 10 years um, you get homesick, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was chaotic and I got burnt out. So I moved back home and now I can really appreciate just how supportive everyone in Southeast Texas is, Yeah, you know, no matter what it is you're doing, as long as it's positive, people are uh, supportive, you know? So, um, you know, uh, more specifically, just so grateful to be back here in town, you know, and we're, you know, it sucks. We don't have food trucks and stuff, but, uh, Everything else, I feel like Southeast Texas is evolving. The breweries are awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Spruce. I talk about Spruce a lot. Mm -hmm. You can get a haircut and a drink. Nice. (laughs) You know, everything Mm -hmm. is just uh, so great here. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think I'll be moving anytime soon.
1: Good. Good. (laughs) We need you to stay. We need more people like you, you know, that are willing to take that step and try something new. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are going to listen and you know most people will like it and there'll be some that don't but like yeah. keep doing your thing you know For sure. you can't please everyone and like i said s- someone told me earlier this week they're just molecules <laughs> you know don't sweat the small stuff so yeah. This year has it been has been a lot about like tuning out that noise For and sure. really just do you because all yeah. you can do is control yourself, yeah. your reactions, you know how you think and feel about yourself. Don't listen to any of that out there.
0: For sure, you got to weave that out, huh? Mm-hmm. I do like that we're heading. Uh, it's like the mask thing. I mean, I guess in some establishments or restaurants or businesses, uh, you still have to put a mask on. But I feel like it's slowly but surely uh, we're getting back to normalcy. You know, and uh, we can do normal things like go out to eat without having to wear something on our face. Right. <laughs> you know, it's so yeah. great. Uh, like Five Under, you know, last night they didn't really trip on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it was great just hanging out and not having to talk, you know, through yeah. this mask. Yeah. You know. I think, um, Come twenty twenty one, things will steer off in the right direction.
1: I think so. Too. Hopefully,
0: we still have a big election.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I have to make it through that first. <laughs> yeah, for
0: sure. We'll for be sure. all right.
1: We'll be all right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, no, back to uh, like Facebook marketing. Uh, so, do you do it like a lot with um because uh, you know there's two ways to run ads. Like you right. can boost a post. Right. You can have an actual, actual ad account. I'm sure you deal with all of that. Right. Uh, do you do a lot of that for different businesses as well?
1: So, more so what I do is, so I have about six clients and they range from like a doctor's office to uh, two restaurants to like a real estate agent. Mm. And it's all about just maintaining a presence. So, they don't necessarily boost the ads. I have one new client, which is a brand new wedding venue. So, for them, you know, they're going to have to sponsor some posts to reach people all over Texas and Louisiana. But for the others, I just try to maintain uh, a presence, and I I tell people that like I get to express a different part of myself through each business. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> it's so much fun for me, and it's I don't know when I tell people about it, and they're just like, but it's just. Facebook but for me it's just uh, I think it's kind of addicting for me and I yeah. was telling my boss like there's a whole there's whole, all these steps to it like I'll set up a meeting like okay for example Wednesday yeah. um, so Favor grounded all their photographers in the company okay mm. well I'm Lauren Bieber over here I work for Favor but I also have passion PR and yeah. I love to take my food photos so I said I will go take the photos in Houston because <laughs> I mean I'm trying to branch out in Houston and meet yeah. more people over there and you know it was sushi and sushi's beautiful to photograph. So I yeah. was like so I, will, I will bring my whole setup, which I really hadn't done before. You know, I started with the iPhone, but mm. now I'm getting, you know, more <laughs> professional. And it's never too late to learn something new. I tell people that all the time, like the photography. Like I'm getting into that. Yeah. And so I went to Houston and I took those photos, and then I was so excited after I had the photo photos that I came home that night and I edited them all. And most people (laughs) don't do things quick like that. But, you know, like I said, I'm single. I don't really have any (laughs) obligations when I get home. I just turn on the TV and, you know, fiddle around with the editing. And that is fun for me. I like that. And hey, I'm getting paid for it. So, you know what I mean? So the whole step was, you know, setting up a meeting with someone cool, yeah. um, getting that really unique content that other people aren't going to have, yeah. fixing it up all pretty, yeah. posting it and then seeing people's reaction to it. So like <laughs> that's how like my mind works. And yeah. it's just a lot of fun for me. For and-
0: sure. And I'm sure it's, it's uh, super effective whenever you uh, like say you take on a new client or, you know, a potential client, uh, you do something for them, you get it done super fast. They're going to sign right away. You know, because you're so prompt and uh, it's everything happens so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like our attention span is literally like three seconds. Right. <laughs> you right. know, so people, it's like a, it's a good deal or it's a bad deal. You know, there's no thinking about it or right. whatever it is. It does
1: have its cons. You know, someone will call me at like 10 o'clock on a Saturday and I'll be like.
0: "Ah." (laughs) I'm off. Yeah. (laughs) I might
1: be off right now. (laughs) You know, Um, but I do try to make myself really available for like to anyone that wants to message me and has a question. I get a lot of people that are planning events or fundraisers and they're asking about food or like wedding caterers, all kinds of random things they ask me. (laughs) It's fun, though. I I wanted to be that person. I wanted to be the one that they came to yeah for
0: sure so uh one night uh, this was like three years ago was sitting on uh, the couch like on YouTube, I think it was. Cause you know, now we're not on Google, we're searching things on YouTube. Right. <laughs> so uh, I was on YouTube and there was an ad for uh, like the 17 year old kid. He's like, I'm a 17 year old college dr- or high school dropout. And he, he was running like Facebook ads and it just had me so intrigued, you know. Mm-hmm. So I looked into it and went down this rabbit hole of social media marketing and everything. And just, I, I got so intrigued by Facebook, but also, Knowing that Facebook is attached to Instagram and they are like the top dogs. You know what I'm saying? They're running the show. Oh, yeah. You know, do you think there will be any like new app or platform in the near future?
1: I mean, there always is. We just don't. You know, we just don't comprehend it yet. I mean, remember when Netflix was, you ordered, like, the DVDs? Right. It came in the mail, really. Yeah, I did that. I did that because I love movies. I'm a movie buff. I still have a huge DVD collection. Yeah. A broken (laughs) Blu-ray player, but, I mean, whatever. (laughs) I'm keeping my collection because I just love movies. Um, I think you know the arts I'm really into you know creativity
0: and for whatnot. sure what type of movies you like or what are you well favorites? right
1: now I'm into horror movies and I started yeah. some controversy yesterday saying um the rob zombie Halloween version was my favorite and really? <laughs> people were like take it down take <laughs> it down I don't know you know you like what you like yeah. um I you know I grew up so I was born in 1987 um my dad let me watch r-rated movies <laughs> like in the 90s when I was too young to be watching Them, but like I love 90s, um, you know, like thrillers and uh, horror movies, like Scream, grew up on all that.
0: Child's Play. Oh
1: my (laughs) god! So, Child's Play was actually the first. Horror movie I saw, and it, like, scarred me for years. (laughs) I would run and jump over my bed, and, yeah. Um, But, like like we were saying, Netflix, you know, they sold the DVDs, and who knows? And now, look at them. They're taking over the whole industry. It's
0: massive. What's crazy about Netflix, though, it's like now I'm seeing so many Netflix originals. Yeah. You know? But Mm -hmm. uh, it's just crazy how, you know, uh, like, covid it sucks but at the same time it's making everything else evolve you know like Netflix yes. or uh, even like favor people are ordering things now oh yeah. you know more than ever um, Facebook, Instagram, all these things, you know, eventually I'm sure they'll have a delivery service or some sort of service where, you know, they're out and about on the in the field.
1: Right. Well, like Facebook is doing their whole like shops now. Like, yeah. So there's like boutiques through the app now. Um, but what I'm all about is like the rise of a virtual kitchen or a ghost kitchen ah. is what they call it. And so it's basically a restaurant within a restaurant. But the goal mm. is to help the restaurants sell more food with the ingredients they already have because oh, like wow. their fixed costs are the same. If you own a restaurant, you know, you have to pay your rent, you have to pay yeah. your lights, you got to pay your staff, you got to buy the ingredients. Well, say, so this is my example, Um, say you're a sushi restaurant, you have all this fresh fish. Well, if you pay attention to the trends, you would know that people in Beaumont would drive 20 minutes to Port Arthur for the poke bowls, you yeah. know, that seafood. That's the only place in the area that sells them. Okay, if I was a sushi restaurant in Beaumont, I would open a virtual kitchen, make it a poke, and then see how it sells on the app. Like that's how my mind's thinking, and I try oh, to convince yeah. Your
0: people.
1: yeah, <laughs> Yeah, people here are like, "What did she? What did she just say?" Like <laughs> that's what they say. And so you know, I put it out there a few times over the years, because uh, I mean, over the month this past year, yeah. um, because in the bigger cities they've been doing it for years, and my Houston coworkers tell me about it, and I'm like, "I'm gonna get someone to do it here in Beaumont," and people are catching on. Like I met with someone yesterday who's gonna let me work with them to do it. Yeah. And the food supplier was there too. Like we're all working as a team to help this owner and like that's thrilling to me because sure. if i can look back in six months and he, this owner is like smiling and he's like i got to hire another staff i'm not behind there making the you know the order you know that's worth it to
0: me. yeah for sure and uh just w- with like amazon you know you can when you're oh purchasing gosh. uh fr- <laughs> <laughs> when you're pr- uh, purchasing furniture you can set it up in like a, a little virtual living room you know and see how you like it and oh. Yeah, it's badass. You know, okay. it, it's cool.
1: Yeah, Amazon is taking over. So
0: Amazon is the
1: death of the life. mall.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's what's what's crazy about that is I always like you know I think about random shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'll drive past like a uh, central mall, mm-hmm. look over, and, and you know I'm like, man, I've seen movies where places like the mall are just abandoned, mm-hmm. but it's like, how did it get there? It's Things like Amazon. Right. That's how it got there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's safer. Cheaper price. You know, you literally order something on Amazon. It's at your doorstep when you walk out the door. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? So. Yeah. (laughs) I tell people all the time, I think the uh, internet is going to help us evolve, but it's also going to destroy us. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. But we can choose what side we're (laughs) on. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And I'm, you know, I mean, for the good side, you know, the benefits of it. And try to unfollow the junk. For no, sure, don't don't let that take up space in your mind.
0: Yeah, because people fail to realize with like uh, just algorithms, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, Netflix, all these things, uh, YouTube, especially. Like if you search something, that's all you're going to see. Mm-hmm. We're so attracted to negativity, though. You know, you search a story, the drama, Mm -hmm. um, all you're going to see is negativity. Right. You know, but it's like we can't blame social media for that. You know, maybe it's the individual, you know.
1: Yeah. Because
0: on like my Facebook or my Netflix, it's all comedy stuff. I like Mm -hmm. comedy. YouTube, you Mm -hmm. know, as soon as I click on YouTube, it's podcast comedy. Things like that. You yeah. know, it's positive stuff. So, right. You know, I don't want to click into YouTube and it's negative shit.
1: Right. <laughs> did you watch that documentary?
0: The Social Dilemma? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: me too. What,
0: is, mm-hmm. what was your take on it?
1: Um, I mean, none of that surprised me, you know, working in tech. So yeah. uh, I know we're <laughs> we're pulling strings behind. Um, you know, I, more people need to be aware of that. For so sure. So I'm glad that the movie did that much. Um, for it, but it, made it also made a lot of people more paranoid.
0: For sure, and I don't yeah. think
1: completely like abandoning the apps is the way to go either. And no. you know, I tell you that don't delete your social media.
0: Yeah, you, you see, I brought it back. Keep huh? it.
1: <laughs> Just keep it. You know, you don't have to post anything. Just make sure it's it's there. Yeah,
0: well, uh, I heard some wise words from a wise man, Mister Darby Doge. Oh, okay. He said, uh, "I use social media to market." My product. He said, social media should be used to market your product. You know what I'm saying? And that that's absolutely right. You know, because if you spend too much time on it, you can get tangled up in the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and now you're addicted to negativity all the time.
1: But for us, now we are kind of the product. You yeah. Know, we're selling ourselves. Yeah. And so, you know, I kind of look at it from that aspect, too. Like, people don't want to see me talk about politics. They don't want to see me talk about certain things. And so, you know, I just... I don't. <laughs> I try to avoid yeah. that. I try to keep it, like, light and fluffy. So, But yeah. it's not always. Sometimes you'll catch me on a snarky day, you know, <laughs> and I'll put something out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, But was, I think
1: they appreciate that, too.
0: For sure, for sure. What was crazy to me about that documentary is it's all these guys that actually created these apps,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know? So I was like, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> the creators are saying these things. Yeah. You know, but, you know, back to your point, no, don't delete the app. Just get rid of the
1: mm-hmm.
0: BS. Mm-hmm. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm. But, I mean, apps have saved so many people. You know, I mean, like, convenience is everything. Yeah. And, you know, we're the millennials. We want everything ASAP. So, yeah. I love it. You know, I've worked for two delivery apps, actually. Really? So it's like, yeah, I just. I never would have thought, you know, being young. I mean, of course, we didn't know any of that existed. You know, the whole world tech and all that coding. I wish I knew how to code. I I have so much respect for those guys. They work so hard. We
0: got a little bit of the the coding uh, aspect with like MySpace and stuff. Oh my
1: gosh, yes. (laughs) I was always doing that.
0: Yeah, I would... uh,
1: That's hilarious. Back
0: around those times, I would uh, like make layouts and sell them to people. Oh, see. You know what I'm saying?
1: Entrepreneur (laughs) before you even knew it. Yeah, but Mm -hmm.
0: for me, it was, I mean, it was legit copy paste. Mm -hmm. You know, you put it all in this and then you you flip it. Mm -hmm. hilarious yeah you know but it's just crazy how far we've come you know um, I was I have a 10 year old stepdaughter um, you know, she's she's one iPhone stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I was telling her, you know, like back when I was her age, we had flip phones. Yeah, you know, with like green screens. Uh
1: uh-huh. <laughs> It wasn't all you know. You can watch anything you want wherever
0: you are. Exactly. You know. So these things are. Uh, it's crazy to me that these things are more powerful than like uh, a desktop from back then. Mm-hmm. Some laptops now. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's uh, they're important though. Like you said, uh, you have to make yourself known. Um, yeah. I don't see how, I mean, I commend them, but I don't see how the, there's people that can legit just go without a cell phone or no any, any type of Internet, you know? No,
1: I feel like I've lost my power, my mojo, you know, if I don't have a phone. I, I don't know where I'm going. You right. know I mean, I can get around in Beaumont, Port Arthur. But yeah. if I'm in Houston and my phone is not oh, working, shoot. I'm out. Yeah, Yo, like-
0: living in Houston for <laughs> 10 years if I didn't have my know. phone, I still got lost. <laughs> yeah, you know for mm-hmm. sure. So like, uh, you know, when I think about like uh, New York or, excuse me, a bigger city in the '90s, um, these taxi drivers drivers that would just use like oh maps. I'm sure you get used to the roads, but I mean, damn! Like, imagine pulling out this big map, <laughs> a map. That's a, that was a thing, kids.
1: I, I did a map. I uh, think <laughs> one of the hurricane evacuations. I remember my phone didn't work, and I had to use a real map. <laughs> got lost anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And you know, and also uh just th- uh, you know, thinking about 10 years ago, if you were to tell me that I could look at my phone, literally don't have to say anything, press a few buttons and a car is about to arrive to pick me up and bring me somewhere, a complete stranger, I'd think you're a, f- a crazy person. Right. You know? So it's crazy, you know.
1: Bless the minds that are more creative than ours. <laughs> oh, for sure,
0: for sure, you, you know, know the the Elon Musk of the world. uh uh-huh. Probably one of my favorite guys. Speaking of him,
1: he just fired his whole PR team. Really? <laughs> Did you hear that? No. Yeah, got rid of him completely. Why? So, I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm following it. I'm following yeah. the story. You know, I don't think he loves the media either. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> but
0: those, I, those cars are great. <laughs>
1: yeah, they are. I rode my first one um yeah, so I actually worked for a Waiter, and in 2016, they sent me to California to yeah. launch a new market, and I thought that was the coolest thing, and um, the guy that we were with had a Tesla, and so mm. it was, like, the guy in the car, and it self-drove, and I was just terrified.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
1: no way. What do
0: you think about that, Um, the Cybertruck. <laughs>
1: oh, that looks interesting. I'm ready for, like, the bullet train from Houston to Dallas. Oh, I'm ready yeah. for that. That's going to be... That's gonna be game changer because I never go to Dallas because of the drive. But yeah, that's gonna be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it will be flying super cars. Cool. We
1: we might see it. You think we'll <laughs> ever get there? I don't know.
0: Uh. <laughs> I think we'll just be uh, surrounded by Teslas eventually. Be
1: real real old by the time it happens, I
0: think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell my kids all the I time, like, up. man, you you guys have it. Uh, it's crazy that you know. At twenty nine, I can say that to my ten year old. You guys have it good. You know, <laughs> because yeah. coming up like for me at home, uh, my mom wasn't really strict, but it was a privilege to get on the desktop. You know, yes. at any time of the day. Yep. You know, mm. Windows, whatever it was with. F- remember floppy disks?
1: Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> with fl-
0: you know floppy disks and saving things mm-hmm. stuff that way, it's uh, yeah, tell her you know all the time. You guys have it really, really good
1: yeah I love that you can stream all the old shows now. yeah back then I was all about like recording my favorite show and then I get so upset if it got if it didn't record for some reason and yeah. now it's like, oh I can pull up that show. yeah two buttons it's there.
0: Or for me just like walking into like Parkdale Mall uh, back in the 90s and like FYE, or, oh my God, you yeah. know, and I was like the experience mm-hmm. of going into a music store, mm-hmm. listening to the samples. You know, hours. Yeah. You At Bar- know?
1: So we would go to Barnes and Noble, too, because they had the chairs.
0: Ah, yeah. And then they
1: ha- we'd go to Frappuccino and we'd just sit there for like three hours. And for I'd sure. You know. snippets.
0: Or even like uh, the Blockbusters, you know, going into Blockbuster, picking out a movie, waiting in line, picking out candy.
1: Those are great memories, though. And, <laughs> you know, the new kids, they'll never know.
0: No, you know now it's just legit. Yeah, I feel like uh, Redbox is dying out as well.
1: Yeah, I don't do a Redbox. <laughs> I always forget to return it on time, and I, mean, I end up paying way too much. Like end up I could buying have just the movie, got it off Amazon, you know.
0: Yeah, for ninety
1: nine cents.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's just crazy to see, you know, Redbox take over Blockbuster, and then Netflix is like, okay, we're gonna change the game. Yeah. We're not gonna do the physical DVDs anymore. You can just stream whatever
1: mm-hmm. my cousin actually works for netflix in really? california uh-huh but he's in like in the accounting department <laughs> <It's> so, <laughs> so cool though yeah uh-huh yeah yeah he's in the movie scene he's he's credited on um captain marvel yeah mm. yeah he's got some credits he's that's cool awesome.
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so right now i'm into uh like the the chef documentaries okay you know I I was trying to uh, just sharpen up my you know uh, knowledge Mm -hmm. knife skills if you will Mm -hmm. I heard Raphael yeah with Mm -hmm. Chef Raphael you know I was trying to uh, just learn a little bit more about the chef's uh, world so I've been watching like Chef's uh, Table Mm -hmm. uh, and there's there's a barbecue uh Episode it might be a series, but a Chef's Table and things, you know, along those lines, you know. That's a Oh yeah. Yeah, if you if you haven't seen it already, that's a that's a good uh good documentary.
1: You know, I like what, series when they cover uh Houston folks on oh, there. For sure. There's one episode and it's like five different guys from Houston. Yeah. I think it's on Crawfish.
0: Oh man, there's so <laughs> many different I can't even tell you. Like, I wouldn't be able to tell you my favorite restaurant in Houston. Mm-hmm. There's so many good places. Mm-hmm. Um, more so, there's one. Um, I think it's called like Yeah Yeah Mary's or something. Yep, like, over there by the Galleria. I've
1: heard of it. I haven't had it yet. Though. It's
0: fantastic. Yeah. Right now,
1: I'm on like a ramen kick. So I'll really? get yeah, I'll get ramen Tatsuya. And my best friend, Hannah, she loves ramen, too. So, I, like, I got us two bowls and, like, strapped it in the seatbelt. And I was like, precious cargo, send her a picture. And so when I got back to Beaumont, she came over and we ate our ramen. <laughs>
0: but,
1: you know, I've been known to do that. I yeah. <laughs> my food in Houston and bring it back because someone here isn't serving it yet.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you see that we're getting a... Uh so we have the soul food in uh, Mid County, right? Uh-huh. It's going to open, and then also Co Ko, Korean Grill, yeah, yeah. And men, shout out, Man, mm-hmm. he'll be on very soon. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he
1: invited me to the taste test last week, so How I got was to try. That the soul pictures, you yeah. Know yeah. How was it? Oh, it was great. Oh my gosh, it was like a six-hour taste test. <laughs> he was like coming to, I'm like, okay, I'll be there for like an hour, you know. And I show up, and they bring out it's. Two menus because it's two different concepts. It's mm. Co Korean and then it's Pour 09, which is the bar. Right. And so like the menu for Ko Co- was three different pages, and like two of the pages were all uh Soju, which is a Korean beer that's so delicious. And it's never had it. It's like associated with a fruit. So there'll be like a strawberry, a grape, a melon. They're mm. all fantastic. It's kinda like a sake. It's made with uh rice.
0: I love sake, yeah.
1: And so we had fun with that, <laughs> all that. And then they switched to the bar and it was like all those drinks and all each drink is like. You know, especially crafted cocktail. It's not just like your basic, you mm-hmm. know, crown and cook or whatever. <laughs> they put a lot of thought into the, their menu. Yeah. And so I think people are going to be really excited about it.
0: Yeah. I tell him every day. He's probably like tired of me. <laughs> yeah. I, I message him on IG or text him. And I'm like, dude, I am ready for poor 9 mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, because I'm sure you've been to like proof in Houston. Yeah. Rooftop bar. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? So it's just nice to see something like that come to Southeast Texas. It's
1: been a long time coming
0: we have all these great things right now Lon. what are we gonna do <laughs> it's
1: only gonna get better you know
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure I love it do you go to uh, any of the breweries you ever hang out
1: um I haven't been to any of the breweries you know this year because yeah. they've been closed yeah I know um, when Nature's opened I went there a lot and then Buxton I love their cauliflower pizza yeah um so yeah but, but all the guys are nice poor brothers and Struggle Street
0: yeah, it seems like everyone works together
1: yeah I love that yeah they do cool pub crawls and stuff and yeah i like to promote
0: those yeah those are uh I, I need to to get into one and then uh yeah you do just seeing i just saw a flyer the other day it was for like a nightmare on college street never been to any of those is this a thing <laughs> um
1: i know people are trying to do stuff for halloween this yeah. year i don't know about it oh nightmare on college Street's a five under right yeah. Yeah, that's five under. I think that'll be a lot of fun.
0: Oh, um, okay, okay. I wasn't sure if it was just like literally like, you know, just rest- uh, businesses on College Street all got together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think it's just a five under thing. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. See, I'm yeah. thinking like you
0: on that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, you know, they're trying to hold a lot more events, so I think that'll oh, be good. Like yeah. I said, Golftoberfest was a blast. Yeah. And so, um, you know, they have the space for a big event. So. Yeah. Good luck to them.
0: For sure. Are you into any sports? you like basketball or uh-huh. golf or anything?
1: Um, no, not really. I mean, I used to be. <laughs> I used to watch a lot of football with my dad, but, you know, just not so much anymore.
0: Yeah, well, it just seems like, uh, especially this year, things just aren't the same. You know, <laughs> No. The, the NBA finals, like, the watching them get their trophies, it was just so bland. Yeah, there's, like,
1: no audience. It's really weird. Yeah, it was... But I liked, in baseball, how they had the cutouts. Yeah. And then one of the games, they had, like, the whole town of South Park. As the cutouts, it was the funniest thing I've ever That's seen.
0: That's awesome, yeah. <laughs> so in the beginning of the uh, uh, season for baseball, uh, they had the you know just actual human cutouts or whatever, but mm-hmm. they were like so massive, weren't mm-hmm. at you know they weren't at scale. So <laughs> I think they finally decided to reduce them to like a normal sized human. Yeah, <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just so interesting. I feel like we're legit living in the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: been crazy. I never thought we would live through this. But they say the last pandemic, I think, lasted about a year and a half, two years. So, Mm. I mean, that's really probably what it's going to be. But, um, (laughs) you know, yeah, all my TV shows they switched to like the zoom format and now yeah. they're slowly getting back. You know, I love Wendy Williams, yeah. a loyal Wendy watcher. And so like, <laughs> she hated doing zoom from home. And so she took off seven months and like little, did I know, seven months passed by so quick. And yeah. now she's back in the studio. Um, you know, they're trying to make do, but I'm glad they're trying. Yeah. You know, Cause it tells other people you can try as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, with like a uh, reporters or, uh, TV show hosts, all these things, Uh, you know, when they do like the Zoom version, all it is is a podcast, Uh you know, it's like, yo, start a podcast, (laughs) (laughs) no censorship. I could say whatever I want on Mm -hmm. here. This is great, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, so it's a it's cool, though. And it's I would always see. The term podcast, like yeah. on uh, iTunes, way back when we had the big iPods, uh-huh. you know, never knew what it was. Right, right. <laughs> you know, now it's just the the, uh, the the field is just so big, you know, the, the audience for it is amazing. Yes. You know?
1: Yes. I find like a new podcast every month. Yeah. I like to listen to. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I meant to ask earlier. What are your cats' names?
1: Greg and Charlotte.
0: Greg and Charlotte. Yeah, Super and I really didn't. Names.
1: I really didn't name them. <laughs> I had an ex boyfriend <laughs> at the time. Him and his friends named Greg after a football player named Greg Jennings. I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of <laughs> come
1: on. And then Charlotte was actually I was fostering her. I'm a member of like a cat foster rescue group. Nice. (laughs) And so I loved her so much. I was like, I can't give her up. So I kept her. And she's my sweet girl. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I (laughs) never, I don't, cats don't like me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think Greg likes me either. <laughs> <laughs> They're just
0: in their own little worlds, uh-huh. and they just don't. I have a way better relationship with dogs. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I love, love, love dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, at home, we only have like a little, <laughs> a little <laughs> beta fish and a little mouse. The mouse's name is Wednesday, Wednesday Adams. Mm. <laughs> and then a little betta fish. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we told the kids, you know, if you can take care of these two little critters, then yeah. we'll, we'll get a dog or a yeah. cat or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've
1: been wanting a fish.
0: Really? hmm Like a koi fish or something like know. some kind of crazy. Something
1: pretty. No, nothing crazy. My cat'll <laughs> really jump in there and eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My neighbor actually has like a I think it's like a gar.
0: Is it garbage? Really? Is it ugly as in hell? In his
1: apartment.
0: What? Like long, long kind well, of flat?
1: I, I think it's in its youth stage. <laughs> but I always comment on it, and I'm like, that is crazy.
0: What? That's wild. I was like, what do the
1: landlord say when you come in?
0: <laughs> I've always, uh, uh, you know, we're in an apartment, so eventually mm-hmm. when we get a house, uh, I want like a, like a little koi pond. It's so uh-huh. expensive, though. And yeah. That stuff gets costly, mm-hmm. you know, but it's so, you know, everything's so pretty and good looking, you know, when you look down, you got all these right. colorful fish and a little pond. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Beautify your surroundings.
0: For sure. It so wh- what's next for Miss Bebo? <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. Um, well, I'm really trying to just help these restaurants around here, you know, make it through the year. Yeah. Um, they say like one in six restaurants will close this year. And so, you know, I've been mm. seeing them drop slowly uh, and really working with the innovative owners who want to try, like, the For virtual sure. kitchen concept. And so met with a good one yesterday, so I'm really going to help him and learn from that first one so that I can, yeah. you know, use that model and help more people. Passion PR. For sure. Just, you know, help them stay afloat. <laughs> For sure.
0: Do you ever run into, like, any— uh like challenges or like, uh, do you ever struggle with uh, landing clients? Because um, I want there was a time where I legit would do like cold calls, uh-huh. you know, uh, for you know, right. something similar to what right. you do is super small. It was a, just an idea for me, um, but I would call them legit get hung up, hang up on my fa- in my face. Yeah. Uh, some people just didn't understand the concept. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever have to deal with...
1: So, not now because, you know, I have my favorite full-time and then I have the six that I've been working with pretty much for the past two years. They're just good. All yeah. um, people reach out wow. to me right now. You know, I don't want to say I'm not taking any new clients, but you know i really don't want to add anything else on cuz yeah. what i've got is real like it's my sweet spot right now cool in the very beginning when i only had southeast texas foodies basically to go off of and yeah. i was starting passion pr um i was really going towards Like, so I was going towards doctor's offices and I was really bold. Like, I tell everyone, be bold. Like, you get 0% of things you don't ask for. For sure. So, what I did was, I would look up the doctor's offices on Facebook or, you know, they weren't on Instagram. So, mainly Facebook. The Facebook pages, right? And see what was there for their business. Okay. So, if you're a business, anyone can go leave a review. And if you haven't created that page, it like automatically creates one for you and so you you as a business owner have no control over that page for sure, yeah. okay so i would see there were like patients or customers whatever yeah. leaving their reviews on an uncontrolled business page So I would like screenshot that. I would write up my little letter, my sales pitch, tell them, you know, who I am, what I was trying to do, how important it was for them to take ownership of this page so they could, you know, control the narrative and speak to their customers, you know. And I kind of sent it that way. It's like, this is what it looks like right now. And this is why you need to fix it. For sure. It's like an
0: audit, if you will.
1: So that's really what I do. Like, someone will reach out to me, and if I have the bandwidth to help, I'll say, let me look at what you're currently doing, Mm. how I think I can help. And then I'll... I have my... Proposal And I'll just go in and change the wording because basically every proposal is the same. It's just like for the sure. for business, change just, out the words.
0: Just alter the words <laughs> a <laughs> little <the> bit. <laughs> um, but the
1: plan is basically always the same. And so uh, send them that. And it has my scope of work, which is like daily, weekly, monthly responsibilities. So like everything is laid out. So there's really no question. Ah. Like I'm kind of known for my contracts. It's like a 12 page <laughs> thing, <laughs> but it covers everything. I'll let you see it if you want to see it. Um, But, yeah, it it covers pretty much everything. So it's like how many posts I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to be a brand ambassador, which means I'm basically going to post about them on Southeast Texas Foodies. For sure. For sure. Yeah,
0: you guys have a a really like an amazing following on that page as well. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that will.
1: Before COVID, I got to go on the news at least once a month and really? they, for Foodie Friday, and they would let me bring on whoever I wanted, and I could tailor oh, my yeah. segment— and you know, I have really had no experience doing that either, but just don't turn down any opportunities because sure. like once I did that, they let me come on every month. Yeah. And so these owners, that's free advertising for them, for sure. which would normally cost them, you know, like five hundred to a thousand dollars for that.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And
1: so, you know, they wanna work with me so that they can get the spots and the attention and I'm all about it. <laughs> so yeah. you know, a lot of them don't like to be on camera. So, you know, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about the trends. Yeah. Um but, you know, I'm not a greedy person. I will help someone even if I'm not making any money off of it. I just want my community to do good. For and sure. And support each that's other. That's just the person I am. And so, yeah. you know.
0: Well, with a you know business such as yours or, you know, that model, uh, it's just like – or I guess just uh – uh, the Facebook advertising model, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's like the death of billboards. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, yeah. But I, I honestly, just recently, I was just testing the waters, mm-hmm. just shooting the shit with uh, this billboard company. I called them. They this guy told me he needs first and last month upfront. It's going to be fifteen hundred a month for, and you have to sign a year contract. I said, I told him in the email, bro, for fifteen hundred bucks, I could reach. 10 times as many people, yeah. you know, because we will have this thing. I'm holding my phone and, and i to measure hand. it. You and can't you, measure it. You a can billboard. measure it. Exactly. I didn't even <laughs> yeah. think about that. Oh, yeah. I you mean, know, that's, that's so everything. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the
1: ROI, you know, if I exactly. can't see those results, then I'm not paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really the digital media person. Yeah. You're not really going to see my clients buy commercials or print ads like that. Yeah. That's not to say never. Yeah. But I'm going to try and get the most out of social and free outlets that I can. Yeah. So, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, just with billboards, or even just like publications and uh, uh, newspaper uh, companies and stuff, I don't think they'll last much longer, unfortunately. You no. know?
1: I mean, being a freelancer for the Beaumont Enterprise that year, you know, and it was dying then, and that was 2016. Mm-hmm. And now... You basically have to pay to read the articles online now yeah. from the Beaumont Enterprise. So I'm like, see- people are just going to look at the, the local news. They're yeah. not going to pay for that. I see that.
0: Like, if you click on, like, a, uh, say you're on Facebook, you click on, like, an ad or if you click on a news uh, yeah. story, if you will, you have to sign up. and
1: Yeah, like Wall Street <laughs> Journal. you got to pay for that. A lot of the good ones. You know, some are worth it. Some are not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're just, we're evolving so much, but, you know, I like it. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. I like where we're at currently. Hopefully, uh, just life in general can get better next year. Um, But I I like where everything is uh, headed.
1: I Um, like it is, too. It's, um, you know, it's been a quiet year, but it really... Opens your eyes to like yeah. your priorities and what's important and what's not. And like going out every night is not oh. <laughs> conducive to my yeah, business. I'll and tell
0: you at 29 years old, those hangovers hit a little bit different.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I'm <laughs> yeah. in my 30s now. So. Yeah, I'm like,
0: yo, I didn't, you know. But but I
1: have had a <laughs> Well, I was at the lake last weekend. so <laughs> Oh, yeah?
0: I'm How drinking. was that? Just a, just a little getaway? Uh,
1: yes. My aunt has beautiful lake house and so we went for a night and oh my god it was just everything I needed (laughs) yeah (laughs) sometimes you just need to change the scenery
0: oh for sure you know and earlier I mentioned you know I don't see how people can go without their phones but um forget which weekend I think it was July 4th weekend matter of fact it was we uh my girlfriend's parents have a spot at the lake um, and we went out to the lake, and you know you don't get service out there, right? But we had such a great time. I forgot yeah. about my phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was nice. We found a little a little hidden beach. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so
0: it was nice. Us
1: too. I even jumped. We went on a sunset cruise, and my two boy cousins jumped in the water, and I was like, you know what? I'm going in the water too. <laughs> and my aunts are like, Lauren, jump in the water. I was like it's the year you just got to be spontaneous.
0: Exactly, you know, figure yeah. out what you want to do and run with it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, but uh yeah, I like where uh, Southeast Texas is headed, you know, more so. Um just the future of it is great. Um everybody's supporting each other, we're growing as a community. Um I'm so fortunate to meet someone like you and other business owners. Uh, You know, thank God for podcasting. Yes, I was uh, (laughs) legit. Like, you know, we were talking about sitting in front of the TV, uh, peak of COVID, and uh, uh, just watching the news every day. I was sitting there. um, I was staying at a hotel at the time. I was sitting there, and uh, I had my phone, and my sister had mentioned Anchor, which is like a free— podcasting creator mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, owned by Spotify mm-hmm. she was like you need to start this so that day it was like you know what fuck it <laughs> you know I'm gonna start a podcast nice. or start talking I did not even know what I was going to call it or anything. Right. I called my buddy he's a uh, CPA you mm-hmm. know and this was around stimulus time um, so I was I had questions curious I was like uh, yo would you mind being recorded and, like, me asking you questions and you tell me, you know, give me some answers? He's like, yeah, let's do it. So I hit record. We ran for, like, an hour and some change, you know, and that episode turned into this will be 25.
1: Nice. <laughs> you know,
0: so it's like you said, it. just going with, uh, the you know, going with something you love or something you want to do and right. running with it.
1: Mhm. You know? I even pay for podcasts. Patreon?
0: No, for sure. Yeah,
1: I subscribe to, like, five different people.
0: Yeah, so we... uh. Uh, we we start I started a patreon but mm-hmm. uh, you know I'll, I'll talk to you about it off air mm-hmm. uh, that's just different things that yeah. uh, I need to figure out and mm-hmm. learn to do with that because
1: that's where you put your juicy
0: stuff <laughs> right you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know because I'll get people on and um you know the the title of our show sets the standard of the show it's there's no filter. Right. But, you know, people come in. They still want to be professional, mm-hmm. you know, so that we talk about a lot of things off air that we wouldn't talk about on air. Right. You know, Patreon, you know, mm-hmm. I, I told them, look, mm-hmm. we can have the entire yeah. episode unedited. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it just gives uh, the patrons something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Podcasts
1: yeah. make people feel not alone. You know, yeah. that's really what I like. It's like you're hanging out with different people and yeah, you're just learning new stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. So how can everybody reach Miss Lauren Bebo if they need some uh, social media uh, advertising and help, if you will? I know I do. So.
1: (laughs) So you can find me on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, First, look up Southeast Texas Foodies. That's S-E-T-X Foodies, all one word, or Passion PR Group on instagram or facebook and my name is lauren bebo um just look up southeast texas foodies and you'll find me
0: (laughs) perfect perfect well it's been a pleasure and i'm so glad you you came in and you know you hung out with me a little bit yeah i even
1: drink some beer
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah thank you yeah thank you for the beer and my my goodies Uh, lauren brought me some goodies and you know they're great so until next time everybody peace out